0: Mosiah, chapters 4 through 7 of the Book of Mormon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Kesley Peterson. The Book of Mormon. Translated by Joseph Smith. Mosiah, chapter 4. And now it came to pass that when king benjamin had made an end of speaking the words which had been delivered unto him by the angel of the lord that he cast his eyes round about on the multitude and behold they had fallen to the earth for the fear of the lord had come upon them and they had viewed themselves in their own carnal state even less than the dust of the earth and they all cried aloud with one voice saying oh have mercy and apply the atoning blood of christ that we may receive forgiveness of our sins and our hearts may be purified for we believe in jesus christ the son of god who created heaven and earth and all things who shall come down among the children of men and it came to pass that after they had spoken these words the spirit of the lord came upon them and they were filled with joy having received a remission of their sins and having peace of conscience because of the exceeding faith which they had in jesus christ who should come according to the words which king benjamin had spoken unto them and king benjamin again opened his mouth and began to speak unto them saying my friends my brethren my kindred and my people i would again call your attention that you may hear and understand the remainder of my words which i shall speak unto you for behold if the knowledge of the goodness of god at this time has awakened you to a sense of your nothingness and your worthless and fallen state i say unto you if ye have come to a knowledge of the goodness of god and his matchless power and his wisdom and his patience and his long suffering towards the children of men and also the atonement which has been prepared from the foundation of the world that thereby salvation might come to him that should put his trust in the lord and should be diligent in keeping his commandments and continue in the faith even unto the end of his life i mean the life of the mortal body i say that this is the man who receiveth salvation through the atonement which was prepared from the foundation of the world for all mankind which ever were since the fall of adam who are who ever shall be even unto the end of the world and this is the means whereby salvation cometh and there is none other salvation save this which hath been spoken of neither are there any conditions whereby man can be saved except the conditions which i have told you Believe in God, believe that He is, and that He created all things, both in heaven and in earth. Believe that He has all wisdom and all power, both in heaven and in earth. Believe that man doth not comprehend all the things which the Lord can comprehend. And again, believe that ye must repent of your sins and forsake them, and humble yourself before God, and ask in sincerity of heart that He would forgive you. And now, if you believe all these things, see that ye do them and again i say unto you as i have said before that as ye have come to the knowledge of the glory of god or if ye have known of his goodness and have tasted of his love and have received a remission of your sins which causeth such exceedingly great joy in your souls even so i would that ye should remember and always retain in remembrance the greatness of god and your own nothingness and his goodness and longsuffering towards you unworthy creatures and humble yourselves even in the depths of humility, calling on the name of the Lord daily, and standing steadfastly in the faith of that which is to come, which was spoken by the mouth of the angel. And behold, I say unto you, that if ye do this, ye shall always rejoice, and be filled with the love of God, and always retain a remission of your sins, and ye shall grow in the knowledge of the glory of him that created you, or in knowledge of that which is just and true and ye will not have a mind to injure one another but to live peaceably and to render to every man according to that which is his due and ye will not suffer your children that they go hungry or naked neither will ye suffer that they transgress the laws of god and fight and quarrel one with another and serve the devil who is the master of sin or who is the evil spirit which hath been spoken of by our fathers he being an enemy to all righteousness but ye will teach them to walk in the ways of truth and soberness, ye will teach them to love one another and to serve one another. And also, ye you yourselves will succour those that stand in need of your succour. Ye you will administer of your substance unto him that standeth in need, and ye will not suffer that the beggar putteth up his petition to you in vain, and turn him out to perish. Perhaps thou shalt say, The man has brought upon himself his misery. Therefore I will stay my hand and will not give unto him of my food nor impart of him of my substance that he may not suffer for his punishments are just but i say unto you o man whosoever doeth this the same hath great cause to repent and except he repenteth of that which he hath done he perisheth for ever and hath no interest in the kingdom of god for behold are we not all beggars do we not all depend upon the same being even god for all the substance which we have for both food and raiment for gold and for silver and for all the riches which we have of every kind and behold even at this time ye have been calling on his name and begging for remission of your sins and has he suffered that ye have begged in vain nay he has poured out of his spirit upon you and has caused that your heart should be filled with joy and has caused that your mouth should be stopped that ye could not find utterance so exceedingly great was your joy and now if god who has created you on whom you are dependent for your lives and for all that ye have and are doth grant unto you whatsoever ye ask that is right in faith believing that ye shall receive Oh, then how ye ought to impart the substance that ye have one to another and if ye judge the man who putteth up his petition to you for your substance that he perish not and condemn him how much more just will your condemnation for withholding your substance which doth not belong to you but to god to whom all your life belongeth and yet ye put up no petition nor repent of the thing which thou hast done i say unto you woe be unto that man for his substance shall perish with him and now i say these things unto those who are rich as pertaining to the things of the world and again i say unto the poor ye who have not and yet have sufficient that ye remain from day to day i mean all you who deny the beggar because ye have not i would that ye say in your hearts that i give not because i have not but if i had i would give and now if ye say this in your hearts ye you remain guiltless otherwise ye are condemned and your condemnation is just for ye covet that which ye have not received and now for the sake of these things which i have spoken unto you that is for the sake of retaining your remission of your sins from day to day that ye may walk guiltless before god i would that ye should impart of your substance to the poor every man according to that which he hath such as feeding the hungry clothing the naked visiting the sick and administering to their relief both spiritually and temporally according to their wants and see that all these things are done in wisdom and order for it is not requisite that a man should run faster than he has strength and again it is expedient that he should be diligent that thereby he might win the prize therefore all things must be done in order and i would that ye should remember that whosoever among you borroweth of his neighbour should return the thing that he borroweth according as he is doth agreed or else thou shalt commit sin and perhaps thou shalt cause thy neighbour to commit sin also and finally i cannot tell you all the things whereby ye may commit sin for there are divers ways and means even so many that i cannot number them but this much i can tell you that if ye do not watch yourselves and your thoughts and your words and your deeds and observe the commandments of god and continue in the faith of what ye have heard concerning the coming of our lord even unto the end of your lives ye must perish and now o man remember and perish not mosiah chapter five and now it came to pass that when king benjamin had thus spoken to his people he sent among them desiring to know of his people if they believed the words which he had spoken unto them and they all cried with one voice saying yea we believe all the words which thou hast spoken unto us and also we know of their surety and truth because of the spirit of the lord omnipotent which has wrought a mighty change in us or in our hearts that we have no more disposition to do evil but to do good continually and we ourselves also through the infinite goodness of god and the manifestations of his spirit have great views Of that which is to come and were it expedient we could prophesy of all things and it is the faith which we have had on the things which our king has spoken unto us that has brought us to this great knowledge whereby we do rejoice with such exceedingly great joy and we are willing to enter into a covenant with our god to do his will and to be obedient to his commandment in all things that he shall command us all the remainder of our days that we may not bring upon ourselves a never-ending torment as has been spoken by the angel that we may not drink out of the cup of the wrath of god and now these are the words which king benjamin desired of them and therefore he said unto them ye have spoken the words that i desired and the covenant which ye have made is a righteous covenant and now because of the covenant which ye have made ye shall be called the children of christ his sons and his daughters for behold this day he hath spiritually begotten you For ye say that your hearts are changed through the faith on his name. Therefore ye are born of him, and have become his sons and his daughters. And under this head ye are made free. And there is no other head whereby ye can be made free. There is no other name given whereby salvation cometh. Therefore I would that ye should take upon you the name of Christ. All you that have entered into the covenant with God, that ye should be obedient unto the end of your lives. And it shall come to pass that whosoever doeth this shall be found at the right hand of God, for he shall know the name by which he is called, for he shall be called by the name of Christ. And now it shall come to pass that whosoever shall not take upon him the name of Christ must be called by some other name, therefore he findeth himself on the left hand of God. I would that ye should remember also that this is the name that I said I should give unto you, that never should be blotted out except it be through transgression therefore take heed that ye do not transgress that the name be not blotted out of your hearts i say unto you i would that ye should remember to retain the name written always in your hearts that ye are not found on the left hand of god but that ye hear and know the voice by which ye shall be called and also the name by which he shall call you for how knoweth a man the master when he has not served and who is a stranger unto him and is far from the thoughts and intents of his heart and again doth a man take an ass which belongs to his neighbour and keep him i say unto you nay he will not even suffer that he shall feed among his flocks but i will drive him away and cast him out i say unto you that even so shall it be among you if you know not the name by which ye are called Therefore, I would that ye should be steadfast and immovable, always abounding in good works, that Christ the Lord God Omnipotent may seal you this, that ye may be brought to heaven, that ye may have everlasting salvation and eternal life, through the wisdom and power and justice and mercy of him who created all things, in heaven and in earth, who is God above all. Amen. Mosiah chapter 6 And now, king benjamin thought it was expedient after having finished speaking to the people that he should take the names of all those who had entered into a covenant with god to keep his commandments and it came to pass that there was not one soul except it were little children who had entered into the covenant and had taken upon them the name of christ and again it came to pass that when king benjamin had made an end of all these things and had consecrated his son mosiah to be ruler and king over his people and had given him all the charges concerning the kingdom and also had appointed priests to teach the people that thereby they might hear and know the commandments of god and to stir them up in remembrance of the oath which they had made he dismissed the multitude and they returned every one according to their families to their own houses and mosiah began to reign in his father's stead and he began to reign in the thirtieth year of his age making in the whole about four hundred and seventy-six years from the time that Lehi left jerusalem and king benjamin lived three years and he died and it came to pass that king mosiah did walk in the ways of the lord and did observe his judgments and his statutes and did keep his commandments and all things whatsoever he commanded him And King Mosiah did cause his people that they should till the earth, and he also himself did till the earth, that thereby he might not become burdensome to his people, that he might do according to that which his father had done in all things, and there was no contention among all his people for the space of three years. Mosiah Chapter 7 and now it came to pass that after king Mosiah had had a continual peace for the space of three years he was desirous to know concerning the people who went up to dwell in the land of lehi-nephi or in the city of lehi-nephi for his people had heard nothing from them from the time they left the land of zarahemla therefore they wearied him with their teasings and it came to pass that King Mosiah granted that sixteen of their strong men might go up to the land of Lehi-Nephi to inquire concerning their brethren. And it came to pass that on the morrow they started to go up, having with them one Ammon, he being a strong and mighty man, and a descendant of Zarahemla, and he was also their leader. And now they knew not the course they should travel in the wilderness to go up to the land of Lehi-Nephi therefore they wandered many days in the wilderness even forty days did they wander and when they had wandered forty days they came to a hill which is north of the land of shelam and there they pitched their tents and ammon took three of his brethren and the names were malachi helam and hem and they went down into the land of nephi and behold they met the king of the people who were in the land of nephi and in the land of shelam and they were surrounded by the king's guard and were taken and were bound and were committed to prison and it came to pass when they had been in prison two days they were again brought before the king and their bands were loosed and they stood before the king and were permitted or rather commanded that they should answer the questions which he should ask them and he said unto them behold i am limhi the son of noah who was the son of zenith who came up out of the land of zarahemla to inherit this land which was the land of their fathers who was made a king by the voice of the people and now i desire to know the cause whereby you were so bold as to come near the walls of the city when i myself was with my guards without the gate and now for this cause have i suffered that ye should be preserved that i might inquire of you or else i should have caused that my guard should have put you to death ye are permitted to speak and now when ammon saw that he was permitted to speak he went forth and bade himself before the king and rising again he said o king i am very thankful before god this day that i am yet alive and am permitted to speak and i will endeavour to speak with boldness for i am assured that if ye had known me ye would not have suffered that i should have worn these bands for i am ammon and I am a descendant of zarahemla and have come up out of the land of zarahemla to inquire concerning our brethren whom Zenith brought up out of that land and now it came to pass that after Limhi had heard the words of ammon he was exceedingly glad and said now i know of a surety that my brethren who were in the land of zarahemla are yet alive and now i will rejoice and on the morrow i will cause that my people should rejoice also for behold we are in bondage to the lamanites and are taxed with a tax which is grievous to be borne and now behold our brethren will deliver us out of our bondage or out of the hands of the lamanites and we will be their slaves for it is better that we be slaves to the nephites then to pay his tributes to the king of the Lamanites, and now King Limhi commanded his guards that they should no more bind Ammon nor his brethren, but caused that they should go to the hill, which was north of Shilom, and bring their brethren into the city, that thereby they might eat and drink and rest themselves from the labors of their journey, for they had suffered many things; they had suffered hunger, thirst, and fatigue. And now it came to pass on the morrow that King Limhi sent a proclamation among all his people that thereby they might gather themselves together to the temple to hear the words which he should speak unto them and it came to pass that when they had gathered themselves together that he spake unto them in this wise, saying o ye my people lift up your heads and be comforted for behold the time is at hand or is not far distant when we shall no longer be in subjection to our enemies notwithstanding our many strugglings which have been in vain yet i trust there remaineth an effectual struggle to be made therefore lift up your heads and rejoice and put your trust in god in that god who was the god of abraham and isaac and jacob and also that god who brought the children of israel out of the land of egypt and caused that they should walk through the red sea on dry ground and fed them with manna that they might not perish in the wilderness and many more things did he do for them and again that same god has brought our fathers out of the land of jerusalem and has kept and preserved his people even until now and behold it is because of our iniquities and abominations that he has brought us into bondage and ye all are witnesses this day that zenith who was made king over this people he being overzealous to inherit the land of his fathers therefore being deceived by the cunning and craftiness of king Laman, who having entered into a treaty with king zenith and having yielded up into his hands the possessions of part of the land or even the city of lehi nephi and the city of shelam and the land round about and all this he did for the sole purpose of bringing this people into subjection or into bondage and behold we at this time do pay tribute to the king of the lamanites to the amount of one half of our corn and our barley and even all our grain of every kind and one-half of all the increase of our flocks and our herds, and even one-half of all we have or possess, the king of the Lamanites doth exact of us or our lives. And now, is not this grievous to be born? And is not this our affliction great? Now behold, how great reason we have to mourn! Yea, I say unto you, great are the reasons which we have to mourn. For behold, how many of our brethren have been slain, and their blood has been spilt in vain, and all because of iniquity! for if this people had not fallen into transgression the lord would not have suffered that this great evil should come upon them but behold they would not hearken unto his words but there arose contentions among them even so that they did shed blood among themselves and a prophet of the lord have they slain yea a chosen man of god who told them of their wickedness and abominations and prophesied of many things which are to come yea even the coming of christ And because he said unto them that Christ was the God, the Father of all things, and said he should take upon him the image of man, and it should be the image after which man was created in the beginning, or in other words, he said that man was created after the image of God, and that God should come down among the children of men, and take upon him flesh and blood, and go forth upon the face of the earth. And now, because he said this, they did put him to death and many more things did they do which brought down the wrath of god upon them therefore who on earth that they are in bondage and that they are smitten with sore afflictions for behold the lord hath said i will not succour my people in the day of their transgression but i will hedge up their ways that they prosper not and their doing shall be as a stumbling block before them and again he saith if my people shall sow filthiness they shall reap and the chaff thereof is in the whirlwind and the effect thereof is poison and again he saith if my people shall sow filthiness they shall reap the east wind which bringeth immediate destruction and now behold the promise of the lord is fulfilled and ye are smitten and afflicted But if ye will turn to the Lord with full purpose of heart, and put your trust in him, and serve him with all diligence of mind, if ye do this, he will, according to his own will and pleasure, deliver you out of bondage. End of Mosiah, chapters 4 through 7. Recording by Kessley Peterson